fondest days of the greatest years of my life were spent among these waters. I call them my greatest days because there, the strength of a man's arm, the courage of a man's heart, that's what made him a man. I grew up along the rivers of the Ohio. Me and Massa Billy used to spend lots of time riding horses up and down, and we'd spend the days laid out beneath the sun, thinking about his brother, George Rogers Clark, and his great adventures, the Revolution. We talked about the day that we would be great heroes. Well, he talked about the day that he would be like his brother. And I would be right there beside him, his, his man. I used to call him Billy. And we would wrestle all day and we would spend all our time together. And we got older and, and I got bigger. And as my father told me first, that I can't go wrestling around with old Master Billy like that because people might see it the wrong way. He said, the only way a boy your size is going to stay out the field is if you learn how to act. You learn how to protect that boy like he's you. And that might give you a long life. Might keep you from breaking your back across the plow. So I made it my mission to be right there beside him, give him everything he needed, make sure he was happy, because if he was happy, my life was good. And we growed up together like that. And one of his friends from his army days come through with news from the president. He gonna start an expedition of men into the Northwest to discover for America what's out there. They say for this mission to be successful, they need strong, brave men with no attachment to family, men that would be willing to die for the president. Good volunteers, he said. So I figured that meant I was going to stay home and take care of things like I'd been taking care of them. See, I got a wife. I got a family right there where I was living. But Master Clark tell me that it ain't my choice to decide I'm not a volunteer, he says. I'm a slave. And I go where my master go. So we start off master slave. Lots of men that look at me and wonder why I'm standing there. But I show them. Because ain't no arm strong as this arm right here. Ain't no back as powerful as mine. And once we get out away from that civilization, ain't nobody got questions about why York is standing beside him. In fact, they prefer me right there beside him because they know what this man can do. Then we come across the Indians, the Americans. They used to call them before we start calling ourselves that. And when they look at me, they're not looking at a slave. In fact, one time, Cat and Clark got kind of a little mad because all the warriors come up and start looking and talking to me like I must have been the important guy right there. He had to set them straight. But they still tell me I'm big medicine. 
Say, for a man like this to walk amongst them, God must be looking their way. Start to make me believe maybe, maybe I am more than just a man's property. And we make our way up these waters. And we start to meet people. We start to see things no American ever seen before. We come across this tribe, this, this girl and her baby. Captain Clark said they're going to be with us for the rest of this journey, going to help us make our way through the Rock Mountain. Now, this girl got a new baby. And he says, somebody got to protect him. And I tell him, ain't no worry. Long as that girl and baby with us, I'm going to take care of them, even if it costs me my life. And I did. This Captain Clark took a fancy to him. He cared a lot about him. In fact, I seen him once tell old Charbonneau, he ever strike that girl again, he's going to have to answer. And he tell me that I'm going to be the one he answering to. I ain't never seen Captain Clark look at a person like that. Boy, he ain't never look at me like that. And I've been with him my whole life. Sometime when the day is hard and, and the soldiers and the boatmen are broke down, tired, he walk around telling them the great job they did, how when the nation look at their service, they're going to be proud of what they've done and they're going to be rewarded for it. And I sit there hoping maybe one day he's going to say that to me. Maybe some not undone all this time worth him believing. There's a reward ought to come. By the time we get all the way to the end of this world, the ocean, they say, well, things have changed a lot. And Master Clark even say, everybody got to decide where we're going to stay. Ain't up to one or two men. So, so he tell me that I got a chance to vote just like any other man, which I know ain't the truth because any other man look like me ain't never had a chance to vote in this here country. But he tell me I didn't earn that right. So I figured maybe that mean we on the right track here. Time we get back to St. Louis, we bound to be brothers. <laughs> or something like that. But I was scared coming back. Because the closer we get to home, the more everybody talking about things being like they've been. The less folk talking about us being brothers, the more they talking about being American. And I ain't an American. Back there, I'm a slave. Like my daddy was a slave. And the woman I love, see, she the property of another man. And I ain't even got the right to say when I see her, when I hold her, when I love her. And a lot of people joking, maybe I ought to stay out there with the Indians and loving me so good and all. But I can't be free without my family. So, so I figure we make it back down this river. Maybe Master Clark get a chance to see what it is his man York has been for him all these years. And maybe...
He give me my freedom. Like he did Ben. See, before we left on this mission, he, he called Ben and he says, seeing this servitude for life is against God's will and against the natural order of mankind, I'll be giving Benjamin his freedom for faithful service in my household. I've waited my whole life to hear them words. See, Ben, been with us a while. He's just a young boy. And I figure after what we done, done out here, once we make it home, Master Clark going to say them words to my face. He's going to see. I'm going to show him the kind of man I've been my whole life. But he ain't talking much about that. He talked a lot about Miss Julia Hancock, about getting married and becoming more important in the world. And maybe there's something to be done for that. If I had my wishes, he'd be president one day. And I'd just be a good friend, come calling every once in a while, if I chose. But that ain't the way this America's shaping up. What I've seen out here, Negroes and white men, poor and rich, men and women standing together to make a president proud, to make a nation live. When I dream of America, that's what I see. When Master Clark read them words, the declaration, that's what I hear. So I'm just waiting like the rest of us until that's what I live. But we got work to do now. We ain't done until we make it home. So maybe we'll see what that America looks like when we get there.